I am Cody Willard. Welcome back to Cody Underground, the podcast. That was Cody Underground, the podcast. I don't know if I got that out fully there. Today we're talking revolutionary growth, how to find revolutionary long-term investments. That's going to lead us talking about wearables, robots, and drones as we're looking out into the next five or ten years. Let's jump right in. When you're looking at long-term revolutionary type investments, you're obviously trying to find markets and companies that are growing quickly and have huge potential in front of them. There are two types of growth, secular and cyclical. Now, cyclical growth happens when a company and or a market sees upside along with the broader economic cycle. That is, it grows with the broader economy, it shrinks with the broader economy, depending on what the broader economy is doing. Energy companies, metals, markets, chemicals, housing, and many commodities fall into this type of category. When times are good, their businesses likely will be good. And when times are bad, well, all the boats sink together. Now, secular growth, on the other hand, that's what you want to focus on as a revolutionary long-term investor. Secular growth... Secular growth happens when a nascent industry is taking off, about to grow into revolutionary proportions as it displaces old business models and technologies. Two factors contribute to secularly growing industries. Number one, secularly growing industries create entirely new demand. And number two, secularly growing industries still demand from other industries. Netflix and YouTube and other web app video sites, for example, are contributing to more people consuming more video than ever before. But people are also spending some of the time that they used to spend watching network and cable television on Netflix and YouTube. That's a double shot of growth for the web app video industry. Likewise, Wearables, robots, and drones are basically, are going to be, secularly growing, eventually reaching new revolutionary proportions, creating new end markets, consumption habits, and prosperity for our economy, as well as society at large. I ask you this right now. How many wearable computing devices do you own presently? None is the most likely answer, I would imagine, by any of you listening. How many times a day do you out there listening to this podcast, Cody Underground, interact with a drone right now? Unless you're in Afghanistan, Syria, or somewhere like that being targeted by the Republican-Democrat regime's war military drones, or unless you're a hobbyist with a quadcopter camera playing around and filming some stuff like I am, your answer is most likely never. By the way, guys, my Phantom, the DJI Phantom drone that I bought on Amazon a couple weeks ago, been taking video with it. You can find it on YouTube slash CL Willard. It's unbelievable what you can do with that drone and some of the footage I've already gotten. Just got some from downtown Austin. I'll be uploading that uh, later uh, today. So check out youtube.com slash clwillard or just go to scudify.com and follow me and I put all my videos up there too. So you can find my videos on Scudify. Just find me on scudify.com or on any of our apps. At any rate, how many of you guys are out there interacting with robots right now? 
Now, factories are filled with robots, but our day-to-day consumer doesn't interact with with robots very much just yet now, do they? But over the next five to ten years, billions, with a B, billions of new wearable gadgets in hundreds of new form factors with millions of new applications will be sold to consumers and enterprises around the world. Put that in perspective right now. Every year there's more than one billion cell phones sold. Several hundred million smartphones are sold every year. That's up from 100 million 10, 15 years ago of cell phones in general. There were no smartphones 10 or 15 years ago. That is a true revolutionary, secularly growing industry that we've already lived through and, frankly, successfully invested in. Drones from Google's and others' driverless cars to pilotless aircraft to quadcopter package delivery. Remember, a drone simply means an unmanned, unpiloted, driverless vehicle that moves. They will be everywhere in our daily lives within the next decade. Facebook and Google will be using drones to deliver internet access. You'll have drones delivering packages. You'll have Google's driverless cars driving you around downtown. You'll have driverless robot uh, buses hauling you from Albuquerque to Phoenix or New York to D.C., Robots, which, by the way, if they're fully mobile, simply will be called drones because that's what a drone is. It's a robot that moves. They are going to sell us routine tickets. They'll provide safety checks. They'll do many all uh, applications and things we haven't even realized that robots and drones will be doing for us all of this over the next five or ten years. The wearable drone and robot revolutions get even better, though, for investors who are willing to do their homework, because each and every one of those wearables, drones, and robots needs ever more computing power and specifically needs more sensors. The first iteration of iPhones and Android smartphones, for example, had about three sensors each, including an accelerometer, which helped you play those silly driving games or pinball games or whatever you were playing on your smartphone five years ago, proximity, so you knew where you were, and light sensors, so it knew how bright it should be shining in your face. Today's smartphones and tablets have 10 to 15 sensors each, up from three just five years ago. This includes those three I just mentioned, accelerometer, proximity, and light sensors, but they nowadays also have three or six axis gyroscopes. They have fingerprint, gesture, and even heart rate sensors. The sensor industry is experiencing secular growth in two ways, like what we want to find. It's growing, it's growing a nascent industry, and there will be multiple components in each and every one of those wearables, drones, and robots. <clears throat> if you can find a market, let's just wrap up here and give you the, the baseline and top line. If you can find a market that will grow from almost nothing currently like drones, robots, and wearables, to selling to something that will sell billions of units a year in the next five to ten years, like drones, robots, and wearables, you're probably onto some good investments. And if you can find component plays within that growth, secularly growing industry that will sell 10 or 20 or even 100 components into each one of those units, 
you're probably onto the type of investment that Intel was when PCs were nascent and before it went up a hundred or a thousand fold from the mid-1970s to the 1990s. You want to find these stocks now and ride them for the next 10 to 15 to 20 years, like I've personally done with Apple, say, since 2003, or Google since the day it came public. Get in front of these secularly growing revolutionary trends once again, and I think we have some big upside over the long term. I am personally building a portfolio of these kinds of stocks right now, and I know I'm probably still a year or two even ahead of what the demand curve that is actually building for these companies' products right now. I've started with toehold, meaning small positions in Invencense. I've mentioned this one before, INVN. It's down since I mentioned it the first time. I haven't added much to it yet, but I'm slowly scaling into these things. I'm looking out over the next five or ten years, and JDS Uniphase, JDSU as it's known now, is another one. They both have sensor and component products that should do very well and benefit from that secular growth in these new wearable drone and robotic industries over the next five to ten years. Clearly, I am still researching all of this, and I'm trying to put it into something that we can analyze, quantify, and grasp, and invest in together. So stay tuned to Cody Underground. Find me on Scudify. Come to MarketWatch.com, and you can read some of my articles there. Come to tradingwithcody.com, subscribe to, to find out exactly what p stocks I'm owning, what positions I own in my personal portfolio, and research the drone, wearable, and robot industry for yourself. Let me know if you've got any plays, stock ideas, none of that penny stock stuff, LQMT, liquid metal, and supplier to Apple, sensor. That's not what I'm looking for. It's a penny stock. If you know of some Invencense or JDS Uniphase, company that's worth several hundred million or several billion dollars, but isn't yet benefiting from, obviously, these markets that aren't quite in fully uh, developed yet, let me know. Come let me know on Scudify. It's probably the easiest place to find me or tradingwithcody.com and just reach out to me. Um, and that is another episode of Cody Underground, the podcast. Today's music is Weezer, Beverly Hills. Second time I ever heard this song, I was actually driving a friend's car, which was like a 1982 Porsche 911 Turbo that they had restored. It was cool. This song came on the stereo there in Beverly Hills as I was going to my television agent at, uh, at his office at CAA. And the lyrics came on as I was pulling into that CAA underground garage where it used to be. They've moved off to since then. And, uh, I don't know, those lyrics cracked me up. I don't know that I ever did belong on Beverly Hills. Certainly, uh, I don't know if I even belonged on Wall Street. I certainly never belonged on Beverly Hills. New Mexico is a place for me, I guess. It's Cody Underground. Peace. <laughs>